We are the sacred collective. All are respected. All are heard. All are welcomed. Join us. All right, cool. Welcome to Revolution, guys. Um, getting a late start here today. We've got some, we've got some weather working against us. Sometimes it snows in Minnesota, it turns out. Um, but we got, we got a lot of new faces. That's nice. It's really it's encouraging. Um, I know we talk about... Thank you, Jay. We talk about it all the time, but uh, we have a nice internet presence. And, you know, that's encouraging. But then, like, not seeing those faces and not hearing feedback, even if you have numbers, you know, it can be, it can be a little bit discouraging sometimes. So it's nice to see some new faces here. Um, hello. Um, we're going to talk, we're going to, surprise, surprise, we're going to do some New Testament today. Yeah, right? I know. The Old Testament's so rough, man. I want to talk about Isaiah sometime, but like, it is just, it is rough sometimes just treading through the Old Testament. There's just so much depressing stuff there. It's just so, you have to dismiss so much in the Old Testament. There's this angry sky, man. You know, just just seeking retribution on people, and it, it's it's hard to glean anything out of that. But uh, but yeah, so I thought I don't know. When in doubt, I just kind of talk through a chapter of the Bible. So we got Luke six today. Luke isn't my favorite book, but uh, there's some good stuff in there for sure. It's kind of redundant sometimes, but um, I don't know. This so we got we got a lot of of big stuff in the story happening here. My Instagram? Uh, Air of Grievances. Yeah. H-E-I-R. Air. Because I inherited so much sadness. That's <laughs> the idea. <laughs> it's silly. Um, yeah, so we're just going to talk through Luke 6. There's a lot going on in the old Bible story here. Um, and there's some. There's actually some references to the Old Testament here. Um a lot about uh, a lot of reaction to Judaism, and I think it's important to remember that um, Jesus wasn't like a Christian. You know, that's just he wasn't a meist. I think you said that before, Brian. You know, he was not. Uh, he's he's in the culture of Judaism. He's coming out of this this culture, and he's he's reforming things. And I think that's important to remember, and, and and that comes up a lot in this in this story here in in Luke six, and um, we got the kind of recruitment of the disciples, which there's a lot of drama there for sure. We got we got old Judas coming into the picture. We got the uh, the sons of Zebedee making their first appearance. So it's kind of a it's a nice exciting little story. But what, what I want to focus on though is intent. So I think Luke 6 talks a lot about, um, I don't think it's in Luke 6, but there's that verse in Luke about out of the overflow, this is very poetic, so I know it's kind of, I'm, I'm not trying to be uh, not trying to be pretentious, and, and I know it's a very poetic language, but out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So like, out of your intentions, that's, that's the stuff that you're saying to people, like that's, that's how you communicate with people is is out of your intentions. And so like sometimes we 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 kind of mess each other over. Sometimes sometimes we, we're inconsiderate to each other and um but if if the intent isn't there then we learn from it and we and we adapt ourselves and we react to that 
and we we adjust our behavior in, in interacting with each other. And uh, sorry, I'm talking through my nose today. I got a little bit of cold going on. Um, but but yeah, I think intent is real important. And I, coming from Judaism, especially in this this culture of of, of Judaism, you know, it's like it, there's so many laws and so many rules. Even, obviously, in Christianity, this has repeated itself over again. Like, you got the Ten Commandments. You got, like, oh, you can't, you can't love a person because of this and this and that. Like, you, you're, like, which is just, guys, that's bullshit. Like, come on now, please. Like, that's just, it is time to let go of that. It is, it, that is, that is so, that is over. But, but. If your intent is there, if you're acting out of love, if you're loving people and you're doing your best to love them, even if you mess up, you know, obviously no one's perfect, but like that's that's how we move forward. And so I guess that's kind of my premise is just is 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 about intent and about loving through intent and yeah, we're we're broken. We're broken. We're not perfect. But if the intent is there, then we learn from each other and we communicate with each other and we we move forward. We step upwards. Okay, so I'm going to start reading from the Bible now. All right. Uh, one Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples broke off heads of grain. And this kind of reminds me of you know that old story about uh, wasn't it David in the Old Testament eating eating the uh, the sa- the sacrifice meat? Yeah. Um, He's walking through the grain fields on the Sabbath, on the holy day. You know, laws, 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 rules, rules, rules. Um, They broke off some heads of grain. They're hungry. They rubbed off the husks in their hands and they ate the grain. But some Pharisees said, "Why, why are you breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath? Which is obviously a little bit of a stretch. Like harvesting is... I mean, I don't know. They're hungry. They're they're like breaking an apple off the tree. They're not like you know. They're not baking a pie or something. I don't know. Just, it's it's kind of a stretch. Uh, Jesus replied, "Haven't you read in the scriptures what David? Oh yeah, right there. What David did when he and his companions were hungry. He went into the house of God and broke the law. Oh no, by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests can eat. It's bread, not meat. That's my bad." Um, oops, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, he also gave some to his companions. Uh oh. And Jesus added, The Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. And that phrase, Son of Man, that's a really interesting phrase. Um, it seems like usually when, when Jesus uses that phrase, he's talking about himself. But this, this Son of Man idea, it seems to kind of. S- kind of separate to kind of distinguish this idea of Christ as God versus Christ as man. Like I really, I really like the concepts behind humanism and the, and the idea of, 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 of serving your fellow man and kind of abandoning like self-righteousness and, 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 and thinking like this whole holier than thou thing. But he, so he says the son of man, is Lord, is God. Like, man is God, is kind of what he's saying, even over the Sabbath. Um, and then we kind of keep, this. Is, so this is a little bit later, but it's kind of keeping with the same theme. Uh, on another Sabbath day, a man with a deformed right hand was in the synagogue while Jesus was teaching. 
The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees watched Jesus closely. So they got their radar on this guy. Um, If he healed the man's hand, they planned on accusing him of working on the Sabbath. So in this, in this like mythology, in this, in this story, we got this guy with superpowers who can like, who can heal you. Like this, there's a, there's a guy with a deformed hand but then the religious, like the 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 paranoid, like law abiders, are saying, "No, you better not. You better not save a human. You better not heal a person because it's against the law." And so they're 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 watching him. Um, but Jesus knew their thoughts. He said to the man with the deformed hand, "Come and stand in front of everyone." So the man came forward, and he's probably kind of nervous there. He's kind of being. Cu- called out there. And Jesus said to his critics, I have a question for you. Does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath? So he's kind of distinguishing working versus doing something good. Does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath or is it a day for doing evil? So he's kind of, he's kind of playing into their worldview and kind of, kind of spinning it on his head. Um, is it a day to save life or destroy it? He looks around at them, and one by one, he's, uh, he looked at them one by one, and he said to the man, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand, and it was restored. So he's kind of like looking these guys in the face and saying, yeah, I know this is against the rules, but my intent is to help this person, is to heal this person. And so he, right in front of them, in front of their faces, he, he helps this man. At this, the enemies of Jesus were wild with rage and began to discuss what to do with him. So they're already plotting against him. And, and I think Jay talks a lot about this a lot with, with social justice and with examples, um, you know, like, like Martin Luther King and stuff like that. Like, if you're out there in the public eye helping people and loving people, if, if it's against the establishment or against, and that kind of sounds silly, but if it's against the system in place, people aren't going to be happy with you. You're breaking the law. And Vicky, you pointed this out, I think last, last week or, or two weeks ago is that the Pharisees are, you know, they're, they're almost like the cops. You know, we, we see them as religious leaders, but it, within the, the, the Jewish infrastructure, they're, they're the law, you know, like religious law isn't, isn't just like, how it is for us nowadays, like, oh, you upset the church leaders or whatever. Like, it's, it's the actual law. Like, you can actually be sentenced for this stuff. So, they just, so they're, they're trying to figure out how to, how to kill him. <laughs> they discuss what to do with him. That's pretty, pretty dark. Um, I don't know if this next part's worth reading. It's, it's just Jesus choosing the 12 apostles, all men. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll just read it. One day, soon afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain to pray, and he prayed to God all night. And that's a lot of devotion. He's trying to figure it out. Um, at daybreak, he called together all his disciples and chose 12 of them to be apostles. Here are their names. Dun, 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 dun. Simon, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, Simon, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot. That's a scary one. Uh, when they came down from the mountain, the disciples stood with Jesus on a large level area surrounded by many of his followers and the crowds. And there were people from all over Judea and from Jerusalem. 
so he's he's gathering you know he's getting popular he's gathering a crowd now um as far north as the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon so yeah it's just he's it's just saying he's he's getting a lot of he's getting a lot of pull um they come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases that's pretty that's pretty rad like it's just healing people <laughs> that's pretty cool um and and those who were troubled by evil spirits were also healed uh everyone tried to touch him because his healing power went out from him, and he healed everyone. Dope. That sounds cool. Um, then Jesus turned to his disciples, and he said, this is really good. I like this a lot. God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. God blesses you who are hungry now, because you'll be satisfied. God blesses you who weep now, for in due time you'll laugh. And whether or not we can quantify that, whether or not we can actually say, yeah, 100% when you're sad, you're going to be happy later, like, that's a great thought. Because I know a lot of us here, we talk about this a lot. A lot of us are sad. A lot of us are sad, man. And it's nice to hear this idea that that the force of the universe, that God, that love, is going to make us happy. It's nice to hear. Even Even if I can't write that down on paper, if I can't even sign off on that, that's a really nice thought because we all get sad. And it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's encouraging at the end of the day. I'm not going to be mad if that's untrue, but that's encouraging to hear. That makes, me, that makes me feel better. God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. That sounds great. God blesses you who are hungry because you'll be satisfied and blesses you who weep now in due time you'll laugh. It's not giving you an ultimatum. It's not saying by, by this point, everything's going to be better. Everything's going to be fixed. It's just saying that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope. There's, there's a horizon that we can help each other work towards and we can help encourage each other and, and, and try to be happier than we are right now. Cause we're all, we all have hard times. And that's for, that's for sure. What blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil? So, and I think it's important to remember that this is, he's saying this after going into a religious establishment and kind of, kind of taunting them. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, we know you have these powers. We know you can heal people, but you're not allowed to today. It's the Sabbath. And then he's coming back at him saying, what blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil because you follow the Son of Man? And there's that Son of Man term again. That could be a whole study by itself. Uh, when that happens, be happy. That's, that's a hot take. Yes, leap for joy for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, their ancestors treated the ancient prophets the same way. I think that's a... That's a that's a potent statement. Leap for joy. A great reward awaits you in heaven. And I don't know about, I don't know like about the afterlife and like about, about like there's this place and there's that place and and you're going to go to one or the other. But this idea of, of bliss of heaven as bliss, as, as a state of mind, a great reward awaits you in heaven. That's also, that's very encouraging. I don't, I've never been, I've never died. I've never been to, to see what happens after all this, but that's a nice thought. That's a great thought. 
What's uh, this is a good one too. What sorrow? <laughs> this reminds me of that verse in Matthew. What sorrow awaits you who are rich? One percenters. <laughs> what sorrow awaits you who are rich? You have only your happiness now. So you're cashing in right now. That's all you got. What sorrow awaits you who are fat and prosperous for a time of awful hunger awaits you. What sorrow awaits you who laugh now because your laughing will turn into mourning mourning and sorrow. What sorrow awaits you who are praised by the crowds for their ancestors are also praised false prophets. So, I, I mean, that's pretty straight up. It's pretty much just saying if... If you're cashing in right now, it's that whole thing I think of uh, building up, you know, treasures in heaven. If if that that idea, that kind of that metaphor, I think it's saying if you're cashing in right now, if if you're if you're trying to uh, if you're being selfish and self-serving, then it's it's going to be an ugly road down the line for you. Um, I think I have enough time to get through the rest of this. Uh, so. Oh, on Twitter? Uh, uh, I think it's also Air of Grievances. I think so. Is it, Curtis? <laughs> yeah, H-E-I-R. Yeah. I think so. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, verse 27. Oh, no, iPad's great. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> very convenient um (laughs) the 27th verse uh but to you who are willing to listen i say love your enemies classic jesus love your enemies uh do good to those who hate you bless those who curse you pray for those who hurt you it's also that's that's hard that's freaking hard dude if someone's like, F you, man, those who curse you, if someone's like, just like, you know, if someone's that hateful and that pointed and that mean to you, that's that's an awful tall order. Um, if someone slaps you on the cheek, give them the other one also. That's, that's a classic one. Uh, if someone demands your coat, offer your shirt also. Um, I know we talk about Pete a lot, but he has, in, in his book, Orthodox Heretic, he has, he has a really cool um, parable about so the idea is from this verse there's like a sect of early christians who who like take that and this is about intent again i think who to take that verse who take that quote from jesus and they say okay well then we're supposed to give if someone asks for a coat we're supposed to give them we were supposed to give them like you know or they ask for our shirt, we're supposed to give them our coat. Or if they, you know, if a Roman soldier asks you to walk a mile, then you walk two. And so they make that a law. And so, and then Jesus comes back and he's like, guys, no, you're supposed to, you're supposed, you're not supposed to go two miles for them. You're not supposed to give them your coat. You're supposed to go three miles. You're supposed to give them two coats. You're supposed to give them all your clothes. And then people, the idea is that from this this like stagnant infrastructure of Judaism from this this law based system, they come out and they say, "Oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna walk two miles for them," and then that's a new law, and then that's the, that's like the new standard, and then and he's like, "Oh no, you're supposed to go three miles," and they're like, "Oh, okay, now we'll go three No, the idea is 
your intent is just to love. And it doesn't matter. Like, there's not a number. It's not quantifiable. But it's like, just, he's just saying, just keep giving. It's not like the new law is, you know, give them your jacket and your shirt. Like, the new law is love. That's about it. Like, this whole book can be summed up in the idea of selfless love, constant love. And when I say summed up, I don't mean that to be dismissive. It's not easy. We know this. But I think that's, like, that's why we have religion. That's why we have this ideal to work towards is because it's it's not obtainable, it's not easy, but it's 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 a it's a practice. It's not it's not like an end of the day we've accomplished this thing. We got Christianity down. We've got religion down. We've got love down. It's it's a practice. It's an idea. And like to me that's what God is, is an idea. Is is love is an idea. Christ is an idea. And we're just constantly working towards this thing. And it's beautiful and it's difficult and it's I don't know. We we learn from each other and, and people stand in front of each other like this and tell tell each other like this is how you gotta work it out, this and this and that. But none of us have it figured out. It's a practice. It's a it's a constantly evolving practice. I don't know, I'm getting preachy. I don't like that. Thanks, Jay. Preach. Um yeah, I'll finish this up. Okay. Um, so we just talked about turn the other cheek also. That's a good one. Uh, if you love only those who love you. Jesus has some good words, man. If you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? That's easy. Even sinners, sinners, quote unquote, love those who love them. If you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get credit? That's easy. That's, that doesn't take any effort. Even sinners do that much. If you lend money to those who can repay you, that's a big one. Why should you get credit? Even sinners lend for a full return. Love your enemies. Do good to them. Easier said than done. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. I can't. That's a hard one. That's a tall order. Where's my 10 bucks, dude? Then your reward from heaven will be very great. I don't think that's an actual payoff. I think that's, I think that's kind of abstract. Your reward from heaven will be very great, and you will truly be acting as children of the Most High, of love. You'll be acting as children of love, for he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate for your father's compassionate. Your parent is compassionate. Uh, don't judge others and you won't be judged. Man, that's a big one, man. Don't condemn others or it will come back against you. Forgive others and you'll be forgiven. Goes around, comes around. That's karma. Goes around, comes around. Love other people. Be nice to people and they'll be nice. It's, it's just, it's not even like this, it's not even like this infrastructure. It's not even like this, like, uh, this, like, mathematical equation. It's like, if you're nice to people, they'll be nice back to you. If you're mean to somebody, they're not going to want to be. <laughs> they're not going to want to help you out, give you a favor. It's just logic. Um, give and you'll receive. Your gift will return you in full. Then Jesus. Okay, this is a good place to end it here. Jesus gave this illustration. Can one blind person lead another? Won't they both fall in a ditch? 
Students aren't greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. So we're just moving forward. We're just learning from each other. Um, I'm going to skip that a little bit. Okay, okay, yeah. We'll end right here. Uh, why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own eye? And I know when we hear things like this that kind of become redundant that we've heard over and over again, it can be easy to dismiss it. But like this is pretty potent right here. Why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own eye? And how can you think of saying, let me help you out. Let me get rid of the speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye. Hypocrite, get rid of the log in your own eye and then you'll see well enough. This is a very potent metaphor. You'll see well enough to deal with a speck in your friend's eye. So where's your intent? Are you trying to call people out? Are you trying to make laws or, or, or adhere to laws and misinterpret things to judge people? Or are you actually trying to help somebody else out? And you can't help other people out until you take care of yourself, which is a tall order. We all know that. But unless we put effort into that, I don't, I don't think we can help each other out. I'm going to call it off there. Um, thanks, Jay. Um, I'll do the, I'll do the old ritual of prayer real quick and, um, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. We can have a little talk. That'd be nice. We can do a little unrecorded afterglow. Um, yeah, I'm going to say a prayer. God, thanks for being whatever you are. And I don't know if you hear us or if, I don't know what you are, but um, you're a very important idea. And if you're love, then that's about all we can ask for. And, and just help us show you to each other. Help us love each other um, in whatever capacity we can. And help us find the intent to care for each other, even though we're going we're gonna to stumble, we're going to mess it up. But just in, in whatever capacity you can, give us the strength to love each other and to learn from these stories. Um, I think they're very, they're very important to me and, and, and um, they're important to a lot of people. And, and so, yeah, thanks for that. Um, amen. Uh, Revolution is a nonprofit. So uh, if you... Want to give us a couple bucks? We're going to pass the hat. I hate to ask that. It's always so awkward. I know. Off the offering. Do, 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 do. Uh, but yeah, it's just, that's the only way that we keep these doors open. So uh, we'll pass the hat. And then if you, if you all want, we can we can sit here and talk for a little bit. Sometimes we'll after the service, we'll, we'll talk if anybody has any ideas to share. So um, yeah, thanks. Love you guys. A post-Christian production.